morning with another edition of the Cummins Real Estate Group show with Michelle Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope. How are you doing, Michelle? Here live at you, Curtis. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful. And here we are uh, a week into our house now. And it, uh, you know what I have to say? You did an amazing job finding this place because it feels like home already. And you're already completely unpacked. No way. <laughs> no how, not even close. But we're getting what? there. We're getting what? there. Come on. <laughs> Well, this darn pandemic, it's not like I can get my, my mother-in-law is a machine, even at her advanced, advanced age at uh, unpacking, and she can't come help us. Oh, my goodness. Well, you've got enough kids and enough cats to, you know. Well, the cats have been part of the problem. They're getting into everything, but uh, uh, the kids are were really good at doing their own rooms. Are the cats adjusting as well as the kids? Uh, oh, well, you know what? The one cat sort of hid for about four days behind the couch. Was that Lucifer? No, Lucifer was quiet? like, cool, new house. He could have cared less that we moved. The, the kitten was like, this is awesome. And, you know, he's just like, woohoo, this is a new place to check out. Uh, and then our, our our oldest cat, who is, I guess, five, our, 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 like, um, our Garfield cat, because she's, like, you know, <laughs> overweight and really lazy, she actually, I thought, would be a problem. She's like, ah, whatever. I know where my couch is and just kind of flopped on the couch where she likes to sit. That is awesome. I got a cat, too, last week, actually. You got a cat? What do you got? A kitten. A kitten? What's the kitten's name? We called him, well, I called him BB. BB. Okay. What kind of cat is BB? It's like kind of like the Star Wars BB uh, uh, or Mandalorian. Didn't they have it? But it's a, a baby bobcat. So cute. Like, that's his kind of short name for for we call him bobby baby bobcat baby boy it's um a tabby a really cool looking like yeah oh he's so cute oh very cool and and how is uh bb adjusting to the palatial estate that is the cummins estate oh my goodness i well we had a safe room for him i did a lot of googling to find out i haven't had a cat in a long long time so uh how do you welcome a new kitten into your home and so i had a safe room for him and actually he only needed one day in it and he got so comfortable that you know i slowly kind of brought him out and then put him back in and but in one day that's it the second day we let him out and he didn't hide under anything he was very comfortable and now he is the king of the castle do you have a safe room for richard too or <laughs> yes down in the basement <laughs> that's his studio right Yep. <laughs> well, that's great. So the cat's going to be able to check out the place. But I, I'm assuming, and I know you have a, you know, a, you know, it's like the Hatley Castle there. But um, are you going to let him outside with some of the wild animals around there? Uh, eventually, I will let him out. I'm thinking maybe give him until the summer or at least six weeks or so. You know, he's young right now. So I might wait till he's a little older. And that way, I don't know. Yeah, I think I will, though. Okay, well, you know, I mean, there's, you know, I mean, cats are amazing creatures when it comes to, you know, being able to, you know, you let a dog out, it'll run for days, you'll never see it again, yet a cat will, you know, like my cats, you could let them in the backyard, they're never going to leave the yard. <laughs> they're perfectly happy, they know where their food is, they know where it's safe and dry, they're like, I'm not going anywhere, I'm just going to check he, out the backyard. He's really smart, like, he, I could tell, he's like, the way he does things and, and plays and this and that, he's a smart cat. Okay, good to know. So you've got uh, you've got a new addition to the Cummins family. Yes, I love him. Uh, by the way, Curtis, I wanted to thank you and Kelly because you reached out to me the other day and you said, "Hey, Michelle, I know you like uh, when you know your clients and you donate to 
to um, charities and stuff. And and you asked, you know, what, you know, is there a charity that you could donate to? And that was so, like, here you moved into a new place, you know, you've got these expenses, and here you're wanting to donate. And, you know, that you using me to sell your your property and, and help you buy actually gave to the BC Children's Miracle Network and our local Fraser Health Care Unit in Abbotsford. And and yet still, you were like, I want to, me and Kelly want to donate more. And I just, I wanted to thank you so much. And then where you donated to in, at the burn unit is just, uh, that was very, very touching. I hope you don't mind me talking about it, but the, the history and, and uh, what you did there, I, I thank you. Oh, no problem. I appreciate that. No, I mean, I've heard you talk about that before, how, you know, people say, oh, what can I get? And you're like, oh, make a donation. I'm like, okay, well, let's make a donation then. And uh, I was trying to think of where to give the money. And and then I thought, you know what? I've always supported the burn fund because I've talked about this on the air before. I'm, in fact, a burn survivor myself. I, I, I don't know the exact time. I think I spent six, five or six weeks in the BGH burn unit when I was two. Um, long story short, uh, you know, um, mom was taking a roast beef out of the oven. It was kind of sitting there teetering. And then it fell and I got hit by the grease up and down my left arm and my body and whatnot. I uh, had some skin grafts the whole bit, but I mean, I was fortunate. I, you know, I, I don't have any, I have skin grafts on my arm, but I, you know, and a few physical scars, but I was so young, I don't have the emotional scars. So I was very fortunate to go through that uh, when I did in that regard. But I, I know there's a lot of kids out there that are a little older and people like that. And I'm like, you know what? I know they do wonderful work and then they have the burn camp for the kids and stuff. So let's give some money to the burn fund. That was awesome. Thank you. Wow. Um, and what, did you end up doing anything for Groundhog Day? Because that was—I think it was that day when you reached out to me, and I forgot to ask if you saw the uh, the Groundhog, the uh, shadow. I, you know what? I you know I, I you know of course I'm, I'm in radio. I have to read and find out about the Groundhog, and it's funny because it's always like we get conflicting reports from different Groundhogs because they can never get their their stuff together. <laughs> So one sees its shadow, one doesn't. Who do you believe? I don't know. I mean, I didn't see my shadow. Does that mean anything? <laughs> well, that means a lot, but that's something else. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other show. In this show, we're going to talk about the January statistics. They just came out. Crazy, crazy market. Oh, we'll it's a stat about- day. So that's why you're so wound up. I thought it was just the Christmas coffee. Oh, it's a, no, none of those. No, I've had enough Christmas. No more, well, no more. Christmas lights had to come off as well last week, finally. Yeah, it seems about time, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, have, have you been watching the new Magnolia Market and Joanna's cooking show? And they just, I think, aired their first uh, Fixer Upper on their new show. That she has a cooking network. show now, too? Oh, my gosh. You're so behind. Yes. <laughs> She does. When does I mean, she like, have time to cook? She's got like seventeen kids and like is fixing houses. And when is, when can she cook? Right. What what does she not do? I don't think she sleeps. And I think somehow she's got forty eight hours in every single day of hers, rather than the twenty four we have. Because she just her and Chip never stop. Yeah, she's got this cooking show, and she's got some really cool recipes for uh, this weekend Super Bowl Sunday. So. I'm going to try a couple of the recipes. No, very, very cool. I'll have to check that out. And the new uh, episodes of Fixer Upper are out now too, you say? Yes. And they're, uh, yeah, the one show has now aired and it's really good. 
Okay, very cool. I'll have to check that out because I, I, it is one of my favorite uh, renovation shows, and my wife does watch all of them, so... Okay, wait, talking about shows, too, and I talked about BB Unit uh, earlier with my cat. The uh, the uh, Mandalorian, I binge-watched the last season. Have you done that yet? I've watched all the Mandalorian, yes. I'm a big Star Wars geek, so yes, I have watched them all. Oh, my gosh. They're not coming back with another season, are they? Yes, they are. What? I thought it ended the way it did, and I well, thought that was going to be Well, that's it. too easy, Michelle. Oh. I ended with chills. I had chills. And the guy that plays Mandalorian was the bad guy in Wonder Woman 1984 movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't watched that yet. I want to watch, but I haven't watched that yet. A lot of people had bad reviews, this and that or whatever. They didn't like it that much, but I loved it. I, I really liked it. It was good. Well, and speaking of binge watching, you were after me a while ago to watch Yellowstone. Yes, it is so excellent. I binge-watched about uh, all three seasons in about 10 days with my wife when we were packing and moving and everything else and getting ready to move. We got into that, and uh, yeah, it is an amazing show. It's, it's, it's so weird to see Kevin Costner playing not necessarily a nice guy. Right, exactly. What was it? Was it you? Hey, why is everyone so mean in Montana? Was that you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, apparently everybody on man in Montana is like either mean or evil or angry. It's just like yeah. everybody's out to get everybody on this show. <laughs> but I wasn't born in Montana. I only lived there a few years. So, you know, it doesn't, I'm not, I, I'm not part of that. <laughs> I've been to Montana. I don't remember it being like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's big sky. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. No, that is a great show, though. But I am sure you will run into a few cowboys, maybe not quite as um, relentless, but as uh, loyal and as good at what they do as Rip Wheeler. Oh, my gosh. He is he is intense, and he's committed, and he's devoted. And, yeah, he's, he's a good guy to have. <laughs> well, it's funny because he doesn't always do good things. No. But he's a good guy. Like his, his, I know, isn't that weird? His heart's in the right place. He's doing things for the right reason, but he's not always doing good things. Yeah, it's like those characters that you love. No, no, they're like bad, but they're good. Like that, that they always make the best characters because yes. you feel for them, right? <laughs> and it's amazing because it's Cole Hauser, who, of course, is uh, one of Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's buddies who's in Goodwill Hunting with them. And it's like, wow. How did you go from being one of the buddies in that to be in this character? Yeah, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, he's the uh, he's the buddy that's not an Affleck or a Damon in the car scenes and stuff. Hey, um, before we go on break, I had to ask, and I'm just wondering if if everyone could email or text me or go on the Facebook or email us. Um, I'm wondering this year, every year, I come out with something new to give to uh, you know clients and, you know, giveaways, right? So last year it was a, car, uh, a cheese board and charcuterie. Uh, and the year before, I believe it was uh, umbrellas, like these clear, awesome umbrellas with my logo on it. I'm just wondering, what should I do this year? Mm. So that's my question. What do you think, Curtis? That is a very, very uh, good question. And, uh, you know, you, you want something practical, something people will use. Um, you, you know, I have, I have, you know, I don't know if this is because I've just moved and where my mind is at, but both mine seem to 
be around alcohol. Uh, <laughs> one would be a, uh, a uh, you know a, a bottle opener with your logo on it because everybody uses a bottle opener at That's some point. Cool. Well, you wouldn't, and you wouldn't be Canadian if it didn't have to do something with alcohol. Well, right? there we go. Very true. And second, <laughs> I don't know how you would logo it, but yeah, like uh, you know, like one of those nice um, wine openers with the kind of knife on the one end and stuff like that. that you could logo that. That would be cool too. Oh, or maybe two in one, a bottle opener on one side, a wine opener on the other. There you go. I'm sure there's stuff like that out there, and I don't know why that's the first place my mind went. Maybe it's because I have a house full of teenagers and cats and I just moved, but that's a whole other story. (laughs) Okay, I like that. I like that option. Um, I would love to hear more. I may do a post and a call out for it, too. And then I'll give away... Whatever one I choose, like I did last year, I'll I'll give that away to the person who um, who 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 d- suggests it. Whichever one wins. All right, very, very cool. Well, we and should take. Here we go. Well, we should take a break, uh, and uh, we'll come back and we'll get right into those stats because I know you're dying to do that. Oh yeah. All right. So, if people want more information about what you do as a realtor. Where can they go? MichelleCummins.ca. We're back with more and a whole bunch of stats right after this. Cummins Real Estate Group Show. Gee, I guess this is the first one of February. Is that why we're doing stats, Michelle? That is correct, Curtis. And we're getting into the big stats, and the market continues to be absolutely crazy. It is. It is just so crazy. If you're not in the market, you still know about the market because it's how could you ignore what's right in front of you? But it has been crazy. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to talk about CREA. So, the Canadian Real Estate Association came out with a year in review the housing market snapshot for 2020, and then we're going to dive into the local Fraser Valley real estate stats for January. Uh, But before, I wanted to mention that something just came out on the Realtor.ca app, and it's now allowing you to request information and communication from the listing agent by choosing text option now instead of a call or email option. So they're, you know, getting with the times. And in this fast-paced world this way, hopefully your inquiries can be answered much faster than sometimes a call or an email can be. So, yeah, so that on the Realtor.ca app, that is now an option. That's awesome. And then I was scrolling through and looking at some cool real estate, of course, and I saw, talking about TV shows earlier in our first segment, uh, The Roses Mansion from Schitt's Creek. I don't know if you watch that show. I don't uh, really watch it. I've watched, I, I, I want to watch it. I've watched a, a, enough episodes that I, I know the basics of it, and uh, it's, it is a very funny show. Okay, so I guess this mansion of theirs it looks beautiful it's before they went had to go into the hotel or whatever but it's it's on the market for 15 million dollars so fans of the tv show uh, may recognize uh, that it's in toronto and uh, it's 
called the Schitt's Creek Mansion and the Toronto property. It was used in the filming of it for the Rose's family home before they, of course, packed up and moved into a hotel, which I don't or motel. I don't know if that was like after the first episode or how many episodes, but um, yeah, it's priced just under 50 million. And there was another cool place in Canada that's up on the market right now. And it's uh, not too shabby of a price at only 5.5 million, <laughs> but it's a place where LeBaron James stayed in. Uh, so it's in Humber, Va- Humber Valley, Toronto. And so, yeah, the NBA star allegedly rented this place out during Drake's OVO Fest. So it's probably pretty nice. I mean, the pictures I've seen look really nice. No, oh, very nice. There are some really, I mean, we know we have beautiful properties in the lower mainland in Vancouver, you know, when you get down to the, you know, Marine Drive and uh, British properties and things like that. But there are some pretty stunning properties in and just outside of Toronto, too. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I've been there a couple times and just driving around and looking at the properties just my jaw drops, yeah. Okay, well, a little off topic here, but now maybe you'll understand this better than me. I love when you go to a city like Toronto or or Boston or Philadelphia or, or New York, these older cities, and they embrace their old architecture and their old beautiful yes. buildings. We don't do that well in Vancouver. No, you're so right. And I don't know, is it because it's they build a lot with, more with brick and with rock than us with wood or, or maybe our climate with all the rain and, and wood build and stuff? It just doesn't last as long. But God, there's just so much style and character out that way, I find. Yeah, there's some amazing architecture and some just some some great buildings that you know are 80, 90 years old. I know in Ontario they have tax breaks to refurbish the insides for their needs rather than tear it down. But mm-hmm. I, I do love walking around Toronto and just looking at the buildings. Yeah, gorgeous. Oh, and talking about kind of more Canadian uh, market, as mentioned, the Canadian Real Estate Association came out with that year in review. And uh, we are about the Fraser Valley market, but talking uh, – Canada-wide, the snapshot shows that overall home sales increased 12.6% across Canada compared to 2019. So that's in 20, for 2020. And also the new listings uh, for 2020 were down 4.3% across Canada compared to the year before. And the price of homes sold across Canada increased 8.2%. So that was pretty big. Housing inventory hit an all-time low with just 2.1 months of inventory left nationally at the end of 2020. And the market conditions were the tightest on record, with the number of active listings down 31.6% on a year-over-year basis across the country. So, uh, yeah, the price of homes sold reached a historic high of 620300 which doesn't seem like a lot for our area, but that's overall in Canada. Uh, so, yeah, that's the overall. And now let's dive into our Fraser Valley stats. So Fraser Valley real estate market, full steam ahead in January. We couldn't breathe. If you're a realtor, you know, in the area, oh, we couldn't breathe. Uh, no sleeping either because we had a busy market. And so in a month, that is usually one of the quietest in real estate. Fraser Valley's market continued at a breakneck pace. I mean, producing the strongest January sales on record, just like December made, just like it seems every month lately has been making this strongest ever. And January was the same. So the Fraser Valley Real Estate Board processed sales of all property types through the MLS 
an increase of 76% compared to uh, January of last year. So January 2020, before the pandemic, <laughs> this now 76% higher and 18% fewer than were processed in, 20, uh, in December 2020. Sales in January set a new record high for the month, 72% above the 10-year average and 28% higher than the previous record that was set in January of 2016, if you remember that crazy market. Oh, and buyers are very, very motivated right now. I mean, lending rates are the lowest they've ever been, and your housing dollar goes further in the Fraser Valley. And we've seen a societal shift in the late late year of last year in how people value their homes. So people are asking uh, us to find more space, to get more space. So that's sort of the trend. And the board received an increase of new listings in January, which is so nice to hear because our inventory has been so low. But we did have an increase of active listings, 26% compared to January of last year. But still, it's just not enough supply for the demand that we have with buyers. So if you're thinking of cashing in and selling, then please call me. Uh, You're going to get a a very sweet price for your property. Uh, And if you're headed out further east or up north or somewhere else, then then this is a great opportunity to do that. But definitely, um, now is a really good time. So in January 2021, the average number of days to sell a single-family detached home was 35, compared to 60 days in January of the year before, before It's 28 days on average to sell a townhouse and 37 days for a condo compared to the 47 and 49 days of January of the year before. So the benchmark price overall in the Fraser Valley for detached homes is at $1,106,500. So that's an increase of 2.5% compared to December of 2020 and an increase of 15.2% compared to January of last year. And townhouses benchmark price is at five hundred eighty thousand eight hundred, and that's an increase of 0.8 percent compared to December, and an increase of 7.2 percent compared to January of last year. And condos are at four hundred thirty nine thousand eight hundred, and that's an increase of 0.3 percent compared to December, and an increase of 4.4 percent compared to January of last year. And then we've got municipality by municipality, so Abbotsford. A detached homes benchmark price is at $927,000. And then that's an increase of 16.1% uh, from last year and an increase of 3.4% from December. It's crazy, January. Townhouses, 487800 and that's an increase of 7.2% from last year. And it's the same as December, actually, for townhouses. Benchmark price for condos in Abbotsford is $327,300. That's an increase of 4.9% from last year and 0.6% from the month before. Mission benchmark price for detached is at $795,300. That's 21.9% higher than last year alone and 3.8% higher than the month before. For townhouses in Mission, it's 482700 That's an increase of 8.2% from the year before and an increase of 0.3% from December. Condos are at 377700 an increase of 9.4% from last year and 5% from December. And Langley, detached benchmark price is at $1,163,000. That's an increase of 16.8% from last year and an increase of 2.3% from the month before. Townhouses are just under 
594000 at 6.8% higher than last year and 1.1% higher than the month before. And condos are 406000 an increase of 5.1% from last year and an increase of 1.4% from the month before. And Delta benchmark price for detached is $1,010,900, and that's an increase of 10.3% from last year and an increase of 1.9% from the month before. Like everything's being increased. Townhouses are at 576000 That's an increase of 2.2% from last year. But I think our first one, that's a little down from the month before at 0.5%. And a condo, 388000 and that's 4.8% higher than last year and 2.9% from the month before. And then our last and final but very large city of Surrey, benchmark price for detached home is $1,198,900. That's 13.9% higher than last year and 2.1% higher than the month before. Townhouses at 602500 an increase of 7.3% from last year and 0.9% increase from last month. And condos at 403400 increase of 3.9% from last year and the same as the month before. And then there you have it. There's the Fraser Valley real estate stats. All right. That's a whole lot of stats. It is. Just enough. Oh, exactly. Now, do we have any new listings we need to talk about? Okay, well, we do. So let's get right to them. So a couple are hitting the market. So I've got one on Wednesday in the beautiful Harrison Hot Springs. It's over 9,000 square feet of flat, fully usable lot with large, fully fenced backyard. It's a lovely three-bedroom, two-full-bath, updated rancher with newer AC and hot water tank. It's across from the government park and trails, so green space. And it has a six-foot dry, large crawl space for great storage. Live where you play in beautiful and the serene area of Harrison Hot Springs. It's priced at a modest 750000 And then, for those that love our Abbotsford, I've got on Tuesday hitting the market a wonderful rancher with full walkout basement townhouse in a gated 45-plus age-restricted complex. It's called Eagle Crest, and it's in West Abbotsford. Very clean, nice two bedrooms up with a two full washrooms up. Downstairs, you have a large workshop storage room, a big rec room, a den, an office, two more big bedrooms, another full washroom. It's a great place. And it's priced at 667700 And there's the new listings coming up. And Curtis, I think this week you've got a quote for us. I do. I have a quote for you. And this one, I like this one. Once you replace negative thoughts with positive ones, you'll start having positive results. I love that positivity. It's from Willie Nelson. Yes, good guy. <laughs> hey, you know what? He's lived a long life. He's learned a few things, so I'll take a quote from Willie. Oh, yeah. He's got a lot to share. Absolutely, but I don't think he shares everything. Never mind. We won't go there. <laughs> he shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if people want more information about what you do as a realtor, where can they go? michellecummins.ca Make plans to join us again next week when once again we will talk about real estate in order to unlock your real estate potential on a show where real estate is maximized. Thanks for listening.